Well, that's not good. Is it the, the signal? You're listening to Queer Travel Chat by Two Bad Tourists. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Queer Travel Chat. We are delivering a new season uh, now, and we are calling in or recording live from a Virgin Voyages cruise with a stop in Ibiza. So we are doing a seven-night cruise, and we are super excited to be back for season two. My name is Austin. I am one half of the blogger duo Two Bad Tourists, and joined with me, as always, here in our cabin on the Virgin Voyages Valiant Lady is David. Hi guys, we are back for another season. We're so excited for season two. Um, so we're gonna do some kind of adjustments from our last season. I think we're gonna focus, well, I know we're gonna focus more on some uh, destinations this season is our plan, um, but we also still want to line up some great guests that can uh, help us share their knowledge and experiences in travel as well. Um, and instead of weekly, we'll probably be doing episodes once or twice a month this season. Um, but you know, it's a new podcast. We're only in our second season. So we're going to be constantly kind of changing, evolving, seeing what works and, uh, always improving, but we're excited to be back. Yeah, exactly. We took the opportunity this summer to take a couple months off. I think we finished, uh, season one, um, probably at the end of June. So we've been doing some traveling and things like that. And we've actually been for the past week on a Virgin Voyages cruise here in the Mediterranean. Yeah, well, before we talk about that, let's kind of recap our summer, what we've been up to in the past uh, two months since our last episode. So um, travel-wise, we went, uh, well, I went to Porto with my sister. Mm -hmm. My sister came from the U.S. to visit. So we spent a weekend in Porto, Portugal. It is a fantastic destination. Love we love it. Portugal's um, great overall. We haven't done an episode on Porto, right? We haven't. Oh, we should add uh, that to uh, one of our podcast episodes because I've got lots of info, lots of suggestions for Porto. We had a wonderful time. Then my family came, my mom, my niece, uh, and my sister came to visit us in Madrid. So we went, uh, of course, around Madrid. We visited Toledo, Segovia, Avila, which are great day trip destinations uh, if you're ever visiting Madrid. And then we also celebrated Madrid Pride. Yeah, we celebrated Madrid Pride. and um, But we also laid low a bit in July and August when we weren't traveling. We just sort of uh, rested. Um, we tried to survive the heat wave. Which, oh, my God. Which we definitely experienced. In it was rough. Cab. It was so hot. Yeah. And then towards the end of August, we went to Croatia for our annual gay sailing trip. That, which started off really well and then very quickly turned into probably one of the worst trips yeah we've ever well had. we love sailing with pride sailing holidays it's one of our favorite trips every year we had a great time with them earlier in the year when we went to greece so we uh, also went to croatia which i love and then on day two, two the morning of day two i was going down the stairs uh like in the hull of the boat and uh, we had the air conditioning on because they had they recently added air conditioning to their boats, which is great for the summer. So you, we had to keep the doors closed. So I was going down the stairs, then I t like going backwards, then I turned toward the, to face the stairs again to close the door, and the door's kind of heavy. So then I lifted this heavy door as I was twisting, and I immediately threw my back out, and it was one of the worst pains I've ever felt in my life. And I <laughs> managed to crawl to our cabin yeah. and lay in the bed. And you, didn't, and you didn't leave for like three days. I, I didn't get out of the Yeah, bed. I couldn't. I stayed there for two days. Day three, 
I tried to make it out so I could socialize with the other guests. But then after I did that day four, it just felt so much worse. I woke up in the middle of the night, like just writhing in pain. Uh, and so you didn't get any sleep. I was just screaming in my pillow. Well, long story short, unfortunately we had to cut the, uh, the trip short. So we got off when we were in Havar. Luckily the, the captain and the host, um, we're able to, to kind of show the guests around for the next few yeah. days. So and, the guests enjoyed the trip. Yeah, and our captain, uh, Jeff, who's also the owner of the company, was so great. He was so gracious, so understanding. He was very helpful. Uh, so we got to the hospital. I got some uh, injections for <laughs> the steroids and right. painkillers to help me out. So I'm still recovering from it, to be honest, but I am feeling much better. I can at least move around. Well, luckily, Thank God. luckily we are on uh, another cruise here a couple weeks later, and this one um, you're able to enjoy, and we're both enjoying it really. And actually, we'll, that's the topic of the episode, so we'll we'll talk uh, all about that. Well, we agreed that this was a safe trip for me to do because there is a doctor on board yes, yeah, exactly, <laughs> in, exactly. in case they had another issue. But so far, so good. Yeah. But uh, first, we wanna we wanna talk about uh, a word from our sponsors, and as usual, uh, nobody pays to advertise on our podcast, <laughs> so we are. We're just going to promote ourselves <laughs> and our hosted trips for 2023. So we have a whole list of trips that you can join uh, next year. Uh, Greece and Croatia, as we mentioned, we are promoting uh, multiple departure dates there. We'll also be adding Italy, uh, which is kind of a sneak peek. Uh, that bookings aren't open there, but but it will be soon. Barcelona and Madrid, we are hosting our own gay group trips in 2023. May and, and September, we're hosting both both a Barcelona and a Madrid uh, hosted trip. So Madrid is new for us next year. So you can definitely join us uh, there. And of course, Virgin Voyages. So we are on a trip right now in the Mediterranean. Uh, the route is called French Days and Ibiza Nights. So we are actually going to be hosting our own gay group trip on this exact trip, uh, this exact ship, excuse me, next October 15th through 22nd. We already have about 17 or 18 guests booked which is insane which because is insane. we haven't we just officially announced we it just officially yesterday? we had only opened bookings uh the past month to people who had previously traveled on our hosted trips and people who are on our vip email list so we've literally just uh announced it to our entire audience this morning um we just did a facebook live yesterday so we've got some additional bookings rolling in already so, so. we're expecting a, a good size group for next year which is going to be great because although this is not uh, a gay cruise like um like la demance or atlantis which are all gay cruises which we've been on and we love and they're lots of fun um this is not an all gay cruise but it is insanely uh queer friendly yeah absolutely i i was telling david this is the gayest not gay cruise i've ever been on <laughs> yeah exactly because there are just a lot of lgbt guests on this uh ship and also the employees there's a lot of uh lgbt employees and you know they're very clearly out mm -hmm. there are drag shows and performances mm -hmm. on this ship and again it's not a gay cruise so it's just very welcoming to the lgbt community which is really cool yeah and i think it's the perfect cruise for people who don't want to do the whole sort of circuit uh party scene that like that type of cruise yeah. if that's not really what you're looking for you know we love those we've been on them they're lots of fun but it's a very particular type of cruise Definitely. uh for a particular type of guest and if that's not what you're looking for this is basically for everyone else it's like the all are welcome and you know come be yourself be uh, and be welcomed by everyone. And it is all ages, 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. It's across the board, all ages, um, gay, straight, and everything in between. Very queer-friendly um, people from all over. No, no, that's not really true. 
it's so uh, the main markets are definitely uh americans uh and and british mm -hmm. people um but there are certainly more than that you know we hear people speaking spanish and italian i've heard some germans um mm -hmm. the main market is definitely us and uk but but there are folks from different places i think you made a really good point in the facebook live when we were talking to um lindsay who was the he's the who's lindsay the sales manager from virgin voyages so we work with yeah when you were talking to him you were talking about how yeah so this um you know it is all kind of ages all different types of people but um it's just people who are looking to have fun exactly. and it's a very um I mean, not a young if it's I, not I, young people they they're young at heart exactly that's exactly the best way to describe it. Um, so everyone's here to have a good time. Because it's like a party out by the pool. Like right. they're, they've got a DJ, people are playing, you know, they're playing good music. Yep. And this is definitely not your... Grandmother's Alaskan cruise. That's <laughs> yeah. what I've been saying all week. Well, before we dive too much into the details of that cruise, I just want to remind everyone, now that you're back on season two and listening, if you like the show, please subscribe to it on Colin and give the episode a like with the heart icon once it's published. And remember, you can always follow us on social media. We're always at Too Bad Tourists, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And lastly, feel free to leave a comment about what you want to hear more of uh, on these podcast episodes. Okay, so let's talk about what makes Virgin Voyages stand out from other cruises. Uh, there's quite a few things that make them different. Definitely. Uh, one of the big advantages that people enjoy is the no kids here everyone has to be 18 years or older so it is yes. a child-free kid-free zone which is fantastic adults only adults only right and virgin voyages is, is actually uh it's actually a brand new cruise line so they just started building their ships i think um i think they had planned to launch in maybe 2020 and of course we all know what happened there so they got their first uh sailing in 2021 uh, they started out of Miami. They have two ships now. A third ship is about to launch, and then they will have a fourth ship. Um, and those are basically going to cruise the Caribbean, Mediterranean. Um, they'll do some transatlantic and repositioning. And then they're also going to be doing like Australia and New Zealand. So that's the general idea. But Virgin Voyage is, is, of course, part of the larger Virgin Group, which, of course, you would probably have hear, heard of from Sir Richard Branson, Virgin Records, Virgin Atlantic. Sir which the, Richard Branson? Yeah. He's a sir? He's a sir. Oh, wow. Um, Virgin Atlantic, which is the airline and lots of other brands. But basically, I mean, they've been LGBT friendly since it was uh, since it was trendy or before since before it was trendy. Mm -hmm. So, in fact, I actually read about that Richard Branson, like in the. I don't know if it was the 70s or 80s. He owned um, the nightclub, uh, the nightclub in London, Heaven. Oh, he was one of the owners of that. Uh, We've long been time there, ago. right? Yeah, We've we have there. been there. So, long story short, um, Virgin Voyage is, is is really one of the most LGBT friendly travel brands uh, on the market right now. So, even though it's not a gay cruise, it's very very welcome. Yeah, and that uh, you can see that immediately, and that's something that uh, Lindsay during our Facebook Live mentioned as well is that. Um, they reflect that in, in their hiring practices. They value individuality and they want their crew members to, to be themselves. And, you know, so if you have, you know, um, tattoos, if you, uh, you know, dress, um, I don't know. If how you're gender nonconforming, right. If you're non-binary, no one's forcing you to, 
to look a certain way. You just, they want yeah. you to be who you if are you, and they embrace Yeah, that. if you want to dye your hair and have, you know, whatever fun haircut styles right. and whatever, they want you to, yeah, exactly. Not just that they accept that, they want that. They want to embrace. Exactly. Uh, they want you to embrace who you are because they embrace who you are. And he asked us, you know, I hope that you can notice that. Do you see that on the ship? And it was like, yeah, oh, immediately, yeah immediately you can see that. I mean, from day one, when we were talking to some of the, because they have staff here that are like part of like, the, I don't know, like the social team who yeah, can come exactly. and hang out with you and mm -hmm. have drinks with you. And they immediately just, um, you know, were themselves and put us at ease because that makes you feel like you can be yourself as well. Right. And it was kind of cool, but they call it the happenings cast. So like a general cruise would have like a cruise director, which is generally one person that's kind of in charge of the entertainment and they do like all the announcements. They have like, I think five or six people who are basically just, they're here to make sure you have a good time. And they're even allowed to like drink with the guests and hang out with them, obviously mm -hmm. within reason, but mm -hmm. it's just kind of a cool concept because it, it sort of changes the sort of the standard practice of what most cruise lines have been doing for, you know, several decades. And that's what's really great about when you start a brand new cruise line, you can really kind of make it how you want and try and disrupt the industry a bit. And so when you're on this ship and all of the Virgin ships, you'll notice that there are no buffets anymore. Mm -hmm. So all of their dining are or table service, they all, they have, op you still have that option, but it's very, very high quality dining. Um, things like Wi-Fi are free and included in the price, regular drinks, and things mm -hmm. like, you know, sodas and teas and coffees. Non-alcoholic drinks. Non-alcoholic drinks. Yeah. And um, you don't have to tip, which is really, really nice. Like often when you go on cruises, you might order a drink for $10, but then like they add in tax and then they add in a tip and then you have to add gratuity to pay your housekeeper. All that's included. So the price is what you see is what you it's get. It's not just that you don't have to tip. I mean, they tell you don't tip. We They pay their staff fair wages. Exactly. So it's, uh, exactly. They, you don't have to worry about that at all. Right. And uh, yeah, talking about the food. Oh my God. The food, honestly, the it's been food fantastic, right? Fan, fan, fantastic. I mean, yeah, uh, so let's talk about some of the places we've eaten. So uh, Pink Agave was one that stands out in my mind, uh, which is kind of modern Mexican food, which yep. was really good. We enjoyed some duck tacos. Uh, maybe the best uh, margarita I've ever had. <laughs> I know it wasn't really margarita. It was some take on a margarita because it was it was with mezcal. Mezcal, which is kind of like a smoky type of tequila. Made from agave, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. It was really so good. Yeah. Um, uh, great food there. Um, we had Korean barbecue at Gumbai, which is more of a social ex um, experience because you sit down with other guests. They sit you at like tables of six. So it's a good way to to socialize with other people if you right. want to. And then they cook it right there. Uh, in the in, center of the table, there's exactly. a grill. Yeah. And they cook different meats and things like that. Yeah. And it's what I like about that is because I have never done Korean barbecue and I don't think you have either. No, right. No. So I didn't know anything about it. So the server was great. He was just like, we told him that. And he's like, do you want me to just order for you? And I was yeah. like, yeah, well. And he just ordered a great yeah. selection of everything prepared for us. And please just all, take care of us. And he did. Really and it was delicious. fantastic. So yeah. I, I appreciated that. The first night we went to a restaurant called the test kitchen which is basically like a, a set menu of six um a six course meal and it's really really not only is the food really good but it's served in sort of like that um what's the word i want to say it, it, it's sort of like a fancy restaurant where you know that they the okay. presentation is like really part of the experience mm -hmm. and you know things like that so it's something that i wouldn't normally i wouldn't no normally go to a restaurant like that just on my own because that's not not really the type of dining i generally do but 
but it's really cool to have that experience um, because it's just so unique, the different yeah. dishes. And so it was six courses, and then we paid, I think, $35 to have a wine pairing with each course, right? Yeah. So six glasses of wine as well. The bad thing about that was that <laughs> it was day one, and so on day one, they do a free uh, champagne uh, welcome, like, hour yeah, yeah. from, like, six to seven. And so and you, you really took advantage of that. <laughs> we went back for a lot. I must have had five or six champagnes, so I showed up to dinner. We both showed up drunk, but I was more of a drunky monkey, <laughs> so I don't think I was able to really enjoy the wine pairings yeah. and food, so that was... <laughs> Uh, my bad, right. but I had a lot of fun. Well, and to, to kind of back up a little bit, so there are there are twenty like dining venues and eateries on the cruise ship, but six of them are basically like the specialty restaurants, right? So on other cruise lines, they they always have specialty restaurants, but you have to pay extra for them. Here on Virgin Voyages, they're all it's all the foods included. So those six are the ones we just mentioned: the Test Kitchen, Extra Virgin, which is Italian, Pink Agave, which is Mexican. Uh, Razzle Dazzle is kind of like a vegetarian, vegan friendly place. With some meat options. With some meat options. And uh, let's see, I think I'm missing two Gong Bai, which is the Korean barbecue. And then there's one, which I didn't mention, which um, as soon as I remember it, I'll say it. Um, I don't know, but there's also a, a pizza place that is... Yeah, there's there's lots of other restaurants as well, but those are kind of the fine dining establishments. Um, and the, I mean, the food is amazing it's yeah the food really has been delicious. fantastic even in the main just galley where you have different uh options uh you mentioned the free wi-fi so yes there is free wi-fi but i mean let's not pretend like it's the best wi-fi connection that it's no it gets the basics done it does get the basics done like you can't you really can't do like streaming you, no and things streaming. like that and if it's a day where you're at sea and everyone's on board trying to use it it definitely does go a bit slow um i was talking with one of the staff today and they're saying that they are planning to install Starlink, which is like satellite internet. It's like Elon Musk's, Musk's company. Um, so they do expect to actually improve the the Wi-Fi speed. But but again, you don't come on a cruise ship. Yeah. At least you shouldn't come on a cruise ship to just sit on Instagram all day. Um, you know, we well, obviously we do, do because but... <laughs> we're you know, trying to document the trip. But um, yeah, it's, it's a fair observation. It is free Wi-Fi, but it is free uh, basic Wi-Fi. Here's what I would have done differently, though. I would have downloaded my Spotify playlists yeah. at a time because I can't even get my music to stream. Right, right. Um, but anyway, yeah, I'm not trying to stream Netflix or anything. Uh, you know, I'm trying to drink wine by the pool. So not a big deal, but that is true. Um, they also have um, the group workouts, which are all uh, included as well. Yeah, so things like spin class, yoga. We did like a mm -hmm. stretching. They do hit classes as well. Class. Yeah. yeah. So they do. I'm not doing any of that because my back is still broken, but there's a foam rolling class I'm going to pay at 3.30 because I think I can manage. So they've taken a different take on it. So everyone's trying to do like, um, you know, to be kind of thinking so traditional cruise lines having like Broadway performances and stuff like that. They have really uh, performances and some of them sort of include the audience a bit more and they're more like, um, well, we went to one that was called Dual Reality and it was like kind of a, a take on Romeo and Juliet story, but with acrobats. Yeah, like acrobats and like a circle. We did drag bingo yesterday, and then a couple nights before, there's um, uh, just a general kind of drag uh, performance. And, uh, 
Yeah, she was just, it was like around, around the world. Yeah, around so the world. It was the, the, the like travel a theme. Yeah. Really, really exactly. So that was a great, you know, a very inclusive, not a gay, all the like entertainment is gay friendly or just flat out gay. They were talking about this in amazing <laughs> had five pasta dishes. <laughs> so I, I know we keep saying this. It's the gayest non-gay cruise I've ever been on, but I feel like this experience is one of the few places I've been that I can literally just be my gay self and not feel a single ounce of judgment from any crew member or any guest. And I feel like everyone just sort of embraces uniqueness and individuality and is just sort of in a non-judgmental way and i feel like they've done a really good job at creating that environment amongst the guests and the staff so that anybody of any size shape orientation age skin color ability level like it's all just very welcoming and it's just they've done it in just such a natural way i really really appreciate it yeah as i'm uh, you know looking at the leftover glitter on your face <laughs> <laughs> reminded that we'd had they did a glam station motivation yesterday so they had some staff there that were just there to um glam you up so we got first in line to yeah, get it done so we, we got, had like, um, glitter and sparkles and eyeliner and, and yeah some makeup put up on us um you know just to to be glammed and then yeah. we went to dinner and I remember at this Italian restaurant, and I remember absolutely like nobody flinched. It was yeah, exactly. not a like, nobody, single person flinched. It was either compliments <laughs> or people just were like, "Yeah, you're just another person, yeah, you know, dolled up on the cruise. Right. Like it's you so know, funny. you do you." So I just love that men can walk around all glammed up as well uh, as the women, and we don't have to feel like yeah. we're standing out. Right. Um, it, it's just welcome. Right. So that that's a lot of fun. Well, let's talk a little bit about the route that we've been on uh, this week. So. We started the sailing trip. Today is Saturday, so we started last Sunday. Um, this is a round trip from Barcelona. It's called French Days and Ibiza Nights. So basically, two of the, the ports are in France, Marseille and Cannes. The other ports, um, Palma de Mallorca, is actually not one we're doing, but they're changing this route next year. So if you do it next year, it will be Palma de Mallorca and then Ibiza. Um, we actually did Sardinia. Um, on our trip, I think, uh, on Thursday. Um, but they have different routes that also leave from Barcelona that do different itineraries, more Italy and France. They also have a ship that's based in Athens. So that does routes like the Greek islands, that does Croatia, Montenegro. Then, of course, they have a, a Miami base, so they do all the Caribbean. They're going to do trips that are based out of Puerto Rico to do, like, the lower mm -hmm. Caribbean islands. And then eventually Australia and New Zealand, which is awesome. And there's a few, like repositioning so imagine going from athens all the way to australia they stop at places like um dubai and egypt and singapore and bali oh you know God, all the way I, to I make it to, to the south pacific so um i think they have like something like 38 routes and more than 100 ports but yeah we're excited to go on other ones um but this is the one we've done in the med and it's been really really great well so, so far. you can do some shore excursions too you can uh book them if you wanted so like we didn't do any of them but we just got off the boat to to explore uh, marseille for example but there are um there's like hiking in marseille there's a winery visit um you could do a tuk-tuk tour things like that yeah one of the cool things about marseille just to throw in some um kind of interesting facts about these cities that we are seeing is that um it was founded in 600 bc uh by the greeks from i don't know the i don't know how to say this word 
Fakaye. So it's the oldest city in France and uh, the second largest after Paris. So, I mean, just that destination alone, just learning about that and getting to explore it is uh, quite cool. I preferred Cannes, though. We went to Cannes, Cannes afterwards. Gorgeous. And, and of course, is famous for the, the film festival that they have uh, each year there. And yeah. for good reason. I understand why it's famous. Yeah. It's just beautiful French Riviera city. I thought it was more beautiful and we like to go up to get great views of the cities yeah. as many people do and you can go up to a little hill there where there's a church and see the the coastline and it's beautiful um, but you could also do guided tours of Saint-Tropez there's wine tasting um, at a chateau as well you can drive through uh, the region and um, uh, and try different uh, wines and it's it's uh, a lot of great options for for the shore right excursions there yeah and, and just if you're listening to this episode and and you've never done a cruise i mean generally cruises essentially they'll visit a port like maybe one port per day or sometimes they'll do an overnight or sometimes you'll have a day at sea if it's like a, a long distance between the the destinations but yeah basically in our trip we did uh five ports and then two of them were overnights. So we had an overnight in Cannes, and then we had an overnight in Ibiza. So, for example, in Ibiza, all of the Mediterranean cruises on Virgin Voyages always have an overnight in Ibiza. So you can go and check out the DJs and things like yeah, that uh, they, by night. They will. They include the the transportation to get you into Ibiza town. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I think uh, David Guetta has a, a residency here right now, so yep. a lot of people went out to go. Yeah. Um, check that out. Which not I, to mention Ibiza. I mean, besides the partying and clubbing and everything, I mean, it's just a gorgeous, gorgeous island. The the waters are like turquoise blue, and our cruise is just docked, and it, we're right at the foot of the old town, which has like a historic, um, you know, city walls, and so the view is just really, really incredible. Yeah, and another um, excursion that you can do from here is visiting Formentera, which is one of the most beautiful islands in the Baleares, in the Balearic Islands. Yeah. Um, so, and they've got beautiful beaches as well. So that's a good option or you could do um there's a beach club called Nikki beach club that people can do yep there's also a gay beach here in ibiza which is called i mm, i can't remember the name of it but there's a there's a cool chiringuito and chiringuito in spanish is kind of like a beachside bar mm -hmm. um uh, so you can basically take a taxi to that beach which is about 20 minutes from the port and um it's kind of like a combo nude beach, gay beach, but I mean, it's beautiful. And I don't know if you remember David, but we've been there before to the Chiringuito and got of like course, Cava yeah. Sangrias, yes. which is like my favorite thing to, to drink in Ibiza. And on this route, we're not doing Palma de Mallorca, but that is another route. That's the route we'll do next year. Um, and that is the the capital of, of, of the island of Mallorca. And then other excursions you can do. There's um, a tour of 16th century buildings. You can visit a winery or you could even just kind of sail around the island. So there's a lot of options with that as well. Yeah, awesome. Um, and then, oh, at, and then, okay, so we're going to finish. This is round trip from Barcelona. So um, depending on your flight times, if you have like a later flight time, the day that we dock in Barcelona, you can, they'll organize um, a day trip to Sitges for you, which is just 30 minutes south of Barcelona. And I think they'll even, um, it includes like going into uh, a beach club there as well, or just visiting the city. Yeah. We talk about Sitges all the all time. All the time. Because we, we love it. To Barcelona and Sitges. Yes. We'll be going there in May with another great group trip. So, um, that's another great, if you haven't been to Barcelona, if you haven't been to Sitges, this is a great opportunity to go see it yeah it's it's really nice because you you get off the boat it's an included excursion they basically just hold your luggage all day so you hang out you know like in the van 
and they take you to CHS and you can hang out all day. And then as soon as you, you have your flight, they will drive you to the airport. We should get paid by the tourism office of CHS <laughs> for as long as Louis Hashtag not sponsored. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, um, so let's talk about our complaints, right? Because at dinner, we were trying to think about our complaints, right? Yeah. And let's, I mean, we paid to be here. We're not sponsored. So we are allowed to say whatever the fuck yeah. we want, right? Yeah. yeah, we talked a little bit about the Wi-Fi, right? So they, they really want to make it clear that Wi-Fi is free and they don't charge for it. And it, that is very true. It's and it's always available. There are some times where it's it's not as fast as you want it to be. Mm -hmm. So that's certainly a complaint. But at the same time, when you're on a giant ship in the middle of the sea, I mean, come on, like. Oh, yeah. You, you can't <laughs> expect. For, yeah. Great Wi-Fi. Right, right. My I mean, we're really like reaching for complaints. But one are, of mine is the bathrooms. I can never find a bathroom. Uh, <laughs> like uh either they're not well signed or whatever but i can never find one also i'm you know ha drunk half the time and constantly so that that could just be on me yeah. um the yeah. staff has been great the so staff, we can't oh complain God, about that at all really, really i mean from uh the servers to um we have a woman on our floor who's dedicated to taking our needs here like getting us water and yeah. turning over our room and she's been so great we had a um, cute, uh, cabin attendant last night who brought us water. <laughs> yeah, you ordered the water with your shirt on, and then yeah, your shirt was <laughs> suddenly off when he brought the water. I yeah, thought that was suspicious. We had one uh, charge wrong on our account that we. Uh, you ordered a glass of house red wine. I went up and I was like, can I get it? Because there was no menu. So, like, can I get a, a glass of house wine, which you, you know, gave me the advice of. Uh, code for giving your cheapest glass of it's wine is house. Because yeah. really, like so then, and then we saw a charge of seventy dollars. So, so they charge us. So basically, they charge us for the bottle. Um, but we went to the sailor services and, and basically just said they mischarged us. So they took care of it. They took care of the charge. And they but, fixed it, but but then they added the most. They changed it to the most expensive <laughs> right. seventeen dollar glass, glass of wine. So we agreed we weren't going to complain unless we had another reason to go down there, and we did have another reason to <laughs> yeah. take care of something else. So then so we like, just casually <laughs> mentioned it, and and they did they change um, it again? Did you check? I'll have to check on my account if they if they fix it, but they at least um, acknowledged it and said they would they would submit a. Uh, request okay so other than that i mean can you think of anything because i mean i i'm saying these these are the most minor complaints in the yeah, world there's uh, not david david's complaint last night was they need uh they need wine glasses that don't break so easily because he smashed <laughs> one in our room <laughs> so we've been walking around like trying not to cut our feet on glass shards yes but no honestly the movie you know, selections are even good here's the thing i can't think of other like, things we we paid to go on this trip right so we're not we're not being paid or sponsored to to give a favorable opinion right so um we can be very honest and genuine about uh our experience and yeah were there a small minor details that that's the point fixed. of this I mean, is like these complaints trip, are nothing. Any trip you go on, you're always yeah. going to have some some things that happen. And even like, the prices of the alcohol have been quite good. I mean, yeah. everything, the beers, the wine, the cocktails are all very reasonably priced. Right. But, um, but the, the, the reason we want to bring up the, the minor complaints is just to kind of set set the tone, which is everything has been so incredible and such a cool experience and just such a great experience for the LGBT community, I think. That um, you know, we just want to make it. We just want to make it clear that there's very little to actually 
approve upon uh, because yeah, it's yeah, pretty pre- pretty yes, good already. Yeah, they yeah. they've got a good product. Exactly. And um, given that it's a brand new cruise line, and that's pretty that's pretty great. Uh, the product they've created. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'd say well done. Um, I forget what else I was gonna say. Well, so let's just kind of we'll remind anyone listening to this on this cruise, we will be hosting this exact itinerary next year in October from the fifteenth through the twenty second. So it's gonna be a gay group trip. So you can come with a friend, you can come with a partner, a boyfriend, a spouse. You can even come alone. Uh, yeah. A lot of the people on our own hosted trips, as well as on Virgin Voyages, are actually solo travelers and Virgin is really embracing the solo traveler. So like, for example, right now, they have an offer that um, that they are selling these sea terrace cabins, which right, is what we have which right is now, what we have right now for a single solo traveler. And you don't pay a single supplement. So you would pay only like half the price, which, the cabin, which is, is an awesome, unheard of, unheard of. It's a great offer. Um, what are some of the kind of, there's some specials now, some, do you remember all the, I don't know the details. Yeah. So one of the specials now, like if you book our trip within the next week, you'll get $500 and onboard spending credit, which means by September 24th. Uh, yeah. Of this year, 2022. Um, but yeah, Virgin is always running different specials and offers. So like right now they have one for solo travelers, but you know, I noticed like they, they just started one for people who are like Florida residents. So like if you lived in Florida and you were sailing out of Miami, so they've always got something going on. Um, but yeah, those are the offers going right now. But one of the other things is, you know, apart from this October trip, like I guarantee you, we will find a way to get on another boat <laughs> in one of these itineraries somewhere, whether it's the, the Mediterranean, whether it's the Caribbean, whether it's Australia, hopefully we go. But um, with that said, we're actually registered travel agents through Virgin. So if you're interested in taking one of these trips, maybe you can't join our great gig group trip uh, next year, but you still want to experience Virgin, or maybe you just want to come, you know, alone with, you know, your partner or friend yeah. or whatever, and you don't want to do it. Exactly. Trip. Or your own friends. We can definitely help make any of the bookings for you on any of their 38 itineraries and any of their four uh, ships. Um, we can act as your agent. We can even book your like premium post hotels and things like that. And we've just been on the, the boat, right? Exactly. So, so we can answer your questions, any doubts that you yeah, have, exactly. uh, you know, shoot them our way, contact us um, on social media or email or leaving comments in this podcast um, on our website, twobetters.com. You can contact us, ask us any questions, and we're happy to get you the answers that you're looking for and um, and help you book your own trip. Yeah, more than anything, we, we really appreciate the product that um, that they've created and we just had such a great experience. So we're going to um, we're going to continue working with Virgin Voyages uh, going forward, whether it's uh, hosting our own gay group trips or just helping our audience book their trips or just us going on them for fun because they are uh, really amazing. Yeah, most importantly, we hope that you can join us uh, October 15th to the 20, uh, October 15th to the 22nd, 2023, because it's going to be really fun to have our own uh, group together here. We're even going to plan things that are special for our group, like uh, yeah. cocktail parties yeah. we can reserve areas that are just for us um, so that we can all get together, meet and greets, book uh, dinners together. So exactly. we'll be with the whole ship, but we'll have our own little party together. It's, and that's going to be a, a fun experience. It is. And it, and it really creates like a, it's a, a close knit group, which, which makes it really easy to socialize with people. Mm-hmm. Cause when you go and get on a big ship, that's, you know, two to 3000 people, it might feel a little bit intimidating to, to talk to people. But when you're in a small group of 20, 30 or 40, you know, 
um, guests all together. You see each other every day. You dine together. It becomes really easy to just make friends with those people and and just kind of hang out. So that's the idea. That's exactly that's that's what our plan is, and that's uh, we're gonna organize activities to get everyone together so that we can have fun, uh, make sure that everyone has a chance to meet each other. And like always on our group trips, everyone becomes everyone, friends. Everyone I mean, welcome. within day one. And I told that to someone and when we went to Greece, um, one was, who was our uh, Canadian guest, Joe? Um, I told him, you know, that that's usually what happens on day yeah. one. And it was exactly what happened. You just, you can yeah. immediately make friends with everyone because you come here to have fun and to meet people and we're all on vacation. Yeah. Well, and I also want to point out that although almost all of the guests on our trips are, do tend to be gay men anyone is welcome and in fact this point, is the first point, yes. trip that we actually already have a booking um we have a woman joining us who's a friend of one of the the guests and they're coming together so anyone you know lgbt community or ally who yeah. is supportive of us is welcome to to join all genders all sexualities all people are welcome we just want open-minded people that's really what it's about exactly so well i guess that's about it, David. Let's uh, let's wrap it up here as we're finishing up our first episode of season two. Yeah. Yeah. So um, thank you so much for for listening. Thank you for tuning in again. We're really excited to be back. If you liked the show, please subscribe to it on Colin and give the episode a like with a heart icon. Once it's published, you can follow us on social media. We're always at Too Bad Tourist. And uh, lastly, please feel free to leave us a comment about what you'd like to hear more of on our podcast. We're always open to new ideas. Yeah. And so, speaking of upcoming episodes, mm-hmm. so as we mentioned, we'll be producing these probably monthly or twice a month. So the next one that we have slated is in October. So the week of October 20th, I believe we're actually going to be in Milan. So we're going to be in Milan for the IGLTA convention, which is uh, an LGBTQ plus tourism convention. And uh, we will be recording on site from Milan talking about all the cool things you can do. And see yeah, there. so that episode is not going to be focused on the convention. This is a destination focused yeah. on Milan so that if you are going to be traveling to Milan, Italy, we will give you tips and recommendations on what to do and see because uh, we will have just been there. Exactly. <laughs> so we're going to get you all that info. Um, so tune in for that next month it so until next time guys thanks for listening and we will chat soon thank you let's go get a glass of wine let's do it bye, bye. god are we still yacked on